First cheers on recording. Feels good, man. Got a good app today, I think. Mm-hmm. It's it's a banger. It's I don't have a lot of implications for this one. No. But, you know. We'll see we'll see where it takes us. We always tend to not just you know, stay on Phineas and Verb. Yeah, for those for those wondering whether we plan this podcast, the answer is an absolute and Much definitive like no. Phineas plans this song in this. It's just improv. Yeah, it's just all improv. We're just rebels. We're, We're just a couple just... of guys sitting in a booth bouncing off each other. You know, that's Letting out that our emotions very different. Two <laughs> 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 guys in a hot booth just bouncing off each other. Oh, wait, what? Mm. Mm. Good evening, everyone, and welcome making a podcast welcome back to the implications of Phineas and Ferb we discuss the implications of Phineas and Ferb it's Lachlan it's Joe it's an episode it of Phineas me. and Ferb. You've you've done this a million times. If you haven't, welcome to the show where Joe and Lachlan we discuss the implications. Of and Phineas we've and got Ferb. plenty of episodes you can go listen to, mm-hmm. and we might as well just mention it now because we mention it every episode. Go listen to the one with the co-creator of the Phineas and Ferb show. Yeah, but just we, we somehow managed to do that, so you know that's cool. Please do. Um, but this isn't Candice against <sighs> the movie, and we don't have any special guests. <laughs> this is episode fourteen of season two. We've got the Bargetals and. Vanessary roughness. Vanessary roughness. Try saying that. I, I thought I fast. couldn't spell necessary, and I'm sure it's got a C in it somewhere, and I, they spell it even weirder. Vanessary. I'm going to spell necessary N E S S A S S R Y for the rest of my life because <laughs> I can't spell it anyway. Uh, we're we're going to. We, we, we both failed English for a reason. Necessary is the worst. Your reason was that you're bad at English, and my reason was that I never did English. <laughs> like I didn't put any effort into it. You learned Spanish instead. <laughs> no, I, um, this is already a tangent. We haven't even started talking about the episode, but no. I remember when I was in year eleven, I got pulled over by one of our teachers who was like, "Lachlan, you're doing advanced English right now. If you're not going to read the book that we're studying." In this class, you're not gonna you should class. drop down to standard. And I was like, but I want to do advanced. And she's like, well, you didn't read the book that the class is about. So I'd say you don't because that's the minimum amount of effort <laughs> required. And I'm like, touche. And that, I just dropped and it was a great decision. I, I quite liked the class that you dropped and it was all the better for you leaving. Yeah. Nothing makes a class better than me not being in it. <laughs> Hell yeah. I'm kidding. You'd be all right. Oh, anyway, you. so we start with the Baljeets, which yes, you shall walk us through. So this episode is all about Bajit needs to learn to rock because he signed up for a class. Well, no, going back to the start, there's a, there's a random screaming sound. Yeah, which is Baljeet. You can yeah, just skip that. It's, it's Bajit. They go to Bajit's house and it's Bajit and he's screaming in pain. And can you oh. say the banging line that he starts with? Oh, okay. We're going straight, straight into Baljeet's yep. depressive Gen Z humor. Like, mm-hmm. I, ahead of his time, ahead of his time, he's like, so Phineas goes, is there? he's like, Baljeet, are you okay? And he's like, if, if, if by okay you mean that my life is a meaningless black cauldron of swirling failure, then yes, everything is groovy. <laughs> I'm going to use that. <laughs> So that everything is groovy at the end yes. is what sells that line. Everything it's, it's is beautiful. groovy. And then Phineas, being the good supportive friend he is, responds with, that's not what I meant by okay at all. 
We love to see it. And Thank he spends you. the episode helping Bajit out. How to learn to rock out. Hell yeah. That is a good lesson. And mm. I'm glad that he is learning it. So, um... Also, when they're going into Bajit's house, they go, huh, it's coming from Bajit's house. You know, for such a mild-mannered kid, we sure end up here for a lot of weird reasons. <laughs> His fail whale just summoned the, the, whale, the fail like, whale. That's me when I'm ever doing anything that I don't want to do. Man, I miss being young enough that you could just scream when anything bad happened and people would solve it for you. <laughs> that, those were the days, like man. Two, you're like two years and then people just don't give a fuck. Yeah, exactly. People are like, oh, well, you just you, did your grave on land. It's like, I'm a child. It's like, yeah, my life's horrible Makes enough. I, I ain't going to try and fix yours. Mm. Mm. Um, So they're like, well, Budgie, Budgie signed up for a summer class. Yep. And... He did not think through the fact that the summer class about rock wasn't about rocks. It was about rock. Yeah, he's always about geology. He was like, it was summer of rock or something. Yeah, or and he's like, it's summer. a geology class. It was not a geology class. First of all, read the description. Yep, come on, Baji. But then again, if he would jump up, straight into yeah, that. Yeah, he'd sign every single camp he could find, even mm-hmm. ones that said rock in them. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so he's struggling because he's read every single rock book and he just doesn't know how to do it. Now, as a... Musician musician. Yeah, as, as a musician myself, um, I mm. I agree that you got to have the the passion, especially in rock. Have you, you read every single it. musician's book? No, I haven't. Have you read any musician's book? I have, yes. Oh, I've just read like that wasn't the one for books. English. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love uh, when the tangents are actually relevant. That's yeah, funny. they somehow pull back in. Yep, good stuff. We're we're professionals. We're good at we this. We know what we're we doing. Know. We were it. lying at the start. <laughs> this is all pre-planned. We know exactly what's I'm happening. I'm reading off a script right now. And I've nearly finished a beer and we're not even five minutes in. <laughs> uh, to 2020. Mm. Am I right? Uh, love me some Corona. Mm. <laughs> that was a very witty pun as well. God, we're doing good. Um, <laughs> so anyway, the point I was going to make is I am a mainly a producer. I mainly do recorded music. Yes. I disagree with the concept that you cannot, like, study and learn music by reading books. But, like... I th- I agree that you also have to have passion, but I agree that maxing on either one without the other isn't the way to go. That's true. But I think, especially with rock, that genre, he was a bit like, Bajit, yeah. you got to... The whole point is expressing and rebel and all that kind of crap. Mm. And you're not doing any of that by reading this book. Yeah. And there's a bit of irony in Bajit's eventual song because it's expressing anger and rebelling against the fact that there's an outlet for him to express his anger and rebel. Yeah. And there's no rules for him to like that. There's no, there's no rules that he wants to follow. And so therefore he's getting angry because he wants the rules. In a weird way, it's kind of a really cool anti-capitalist message because they've commodified the idea of freedom and rebellion and he's rebelling from that idea, you know? Because I'm yeah. assuming that it's a sum- if it's a summer class, it's probably paid. I'm just a little annoyed that this came before a platypus is controlling me because there's a bit where he's like, I want the man above me or what's it called? Um, uh, oh, what's that famous quote about the man that like controls you? I yeah, you got to put the man down. It's like, yeah, yeah, I want yeah. I want the man to put me down or something like that. Yeah. It would have been so good if he's like, I want a platypus controlling me. <laughs> But I guess that you can't. So true, I guess you can't self-reference yourself if you haven't made the thing. Yet. The thing yet. That would be a 
God, that would be such. That would be the best line of the entire show if that would. That went and it would have been even cooler if they said that. It made mm. no sense. And then, and then a season later, two years later in a season, it comes out that it was mm. this big plan that they'd had. Mm. So, meanwhile, the boys are helping mm. Bajit Rock. Meanwhile, Perry is going to go off to stop Doof. And yep. they're like, um, they Perry goes in and he's he's talking a monogram, and monogram's like, now, Doof has been buying a lot of baby supplies. Are we going to mention Just the like, whole Carl becoming a... Oh, yeah, Carl's taking a film class. Everyone's doing their summer classes now. Everyone's doing a film class. Why not? We all want to be Michael Bay. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> the greatest filmmaker of our time. He's incredible. Hey, have you who, seen Have you seen the Transformers? Wait, no. Who directed any Nick Cage film? I, National Treasure. Who I actually National don't Treasure? know who directed National Treasure. And two that, seconds. That hurts me because I love that film with so much. Don, uh, John Turtletub. I like his name. Turtle it's a very weird cool. name. I don't know how you'd say it. He made National Treasure 1 and 2. <gasps> he made The Meg. The what? Meg and The National Treasure were made by the same person. Oh, my God. He made... Imagine... <gasps> and he made Cool Runnings. I love this guy. Oh, my God. How did we... This is like every high school teacher's um, little DVD collection coming <laughs> out. He must have sponsored every single... <laughs> Teacher in primary school, oh, so you could watch National Treasure and Buddy Cool Runnings. Oh, I remember Cool Runnings. Hundred percent. How do you say his name? You're you gonna get what? Google to say it. I can't be bothered googling, but well, you know, that was a good segue, and you totally mm. messed it for mm. our sponsor for this episode. Oh yeah, because we forgot to do this joke yeah. last episode. Yeah, we did so this it's joke. it's it's good to have a sponsor here with us today, and I'll just pass the mic over to them. And they'll put their 30-second ad in. Now, if you didn't hear an ad there, it's because the ad was removed after the airing date because it was a temporary, you know, sponsorship to keep it up on the episode for 30 days. By that we mean it didn't exist. (laughs) (laughs) Is anyone listening back through the back catalogue and did we get them? If if we got you right in, (laughs) let us know. They thought this was the first... See, this is funny because it's also like the platypus controlling me reference that, oh, oh God, we're good. We are good. And this episode is going to be 90% us saying how good we are. Um, I love so, lips. Anyway, meanwhile, Carl's a filmmaker. He makes an artsy film. He tries. He tries his best. He's an intern. Like, come yeah, on. Yeah, he's working. He's doing his best. Then Monogram's like, Doof has been buying a bunch of baby suppliers. One can only imagine what he's up to. Two can discuss it between themselves. And three is frankly a waste of our resources. <laughs> Bang and line. Considering they've only got two people in the entire organisation, they would have to hire another person just to discuss it. So he's 100% right. Complete waste. Correct. Yep. Waste of resources. Mm. Um, and so we come back to Phineas and Ferb. Yep. Um, they're like, come on, Bajit. What gets, what, what do you do when you, you're happy? And he's math. like, math. And it's like, what do you do when you're sad? Math. What do you do when you're angry? Math. And he's like, they're like. There's no you, cause and effect. Yeah. I just do a lot of math. <laughs> <laughs> and the emotions come and go. Uh, uh, great if, line. If only that was like real life. <laughs> mm. Meanwhile, in our C plot, because at this point we're getting to the point where there's three intertwining plots instead yes. of two. It's not just yeah. either a Candace and Jeremy or a, or a Doof and whatever. Like there's, there's dedication to all three plots mm-hmm. in this episode. Um, meanwhile, this is Candace overthinking the episode. Yeah, it happens mm-hmm. a lot. But, this but is, they, this they is really a... point it out because they do the parallel with Stacey. Yeah, and it's so chill. She's so chill. We've got, we've got to start into that beautiful relationship. But mm-hmm. first, 
Jeremy, the flipping legend, Candace picks up the phone from Jeremy like immediately. Like she's mm-hmm. keen for it. And they discuss that they're going to this movie music concert later tonight that the boys will be performing at, which I, I didn't know she knew. But when she got there, she wasn't too surprised. So who yes, knows? that's good. Um, and she just does that like cute thing apparently people do. I wouldn't know. She's like, <laughs> she's like, no, you hang up. No, you get off the phone and then, hello, Jeremy. Are you, are you there? He just hung up on He her. just hung up. Of course he would. Do it she yourself. Said, no, you get off the phone. You get off the phone. He's like, all right. All right. <laughs> That's for the me. Hey, you ain't going to be like, no, you get off the phone. Oh, my God, you get off the phone. If there's one thing that's cute as a couple, it's in public in front of people that don't want to hear it fighting, but it's not actually a fight. You know what I don't like? Calling anyone ever. Yeah, 100%. I'll call you. This was This was when text was less big. Yeah. But te- mm, no, the, the only people I like calling is co-creator of Phineas and Ferb, Jeff Swampy Marsh. On Discord. On Discord, yeah. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Nondescript Communications Company. If Discord sponsored us, I'd actually lose my shit. Oh, yeah, that'd be so good. Discord, I... if you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> well, we use them so often. So, um, meanwhile, overall with Doof, yep. his plan, he presents it in the form of a pop-up book. He wants to take over the tri-state area by brainwashing all the babies. By making his heartbeat broadcast mm. the entire city. Now, he calls it the Bum-Bum-inator. He does. Firstly, hilarious. That's hilarious. Bum-Bum-inator. Bum-Bum-inator. Because it goes bum-bum. 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 Unfortunately, like my how, heart rate's much higher than that. I also really appreciate how instead of Deuce Heartbeat doing a, like, just normal swung speed sort of heartbeat. It actually takes the time to like display its notes by eighth note and sixteenth values so that it can serve as the kick drum for a drum set. I really instead of boom 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 boom. Once it gets going, it's like boom 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 boom. And I'm like, I appreciate the syncopation in the heartbeat. Well done, dude. You're about to die. He is rapidly elevating. He's he's close to death. As soon as your heart doesn't have like that syncopated beat, because one's in and one's out of those Mm. pumps, you're dead. dead. (laughs) (laughs) You're in cardiac arrest. That is is what happens when you're in cardiac arrest. Yeah, but I appreciate him going to the effort of giving the song a little bit more a yeah, little no, bit more drive, you know, that's good anyway, stuff. He calls it the bum buminator, but yep. it's actually just a subwoofer. Yeah, it's just a huge subwoofer. Just a large subwoofer. Just a massive his head would explode being mm-hmm. that close to it if it gets across the entire city. But you know, it's still very cool. Mm. Yeah. Easy peasy, yeah. Smashed it. Uh I do want to talk about that pop up book though. Oh yep, yep, yep. So he opens it up and it starts with <laughs> he's he's <laughs> telling his backstory in pop up form. So a quarter look. past six yesterday. <laughs> Love that, uh, he, and he shows them that how he how he comes up with it, and then he goes, "Oh, look, the pop up book's caught to us in real time." You know what? Something you wouldn't have noticed. What? There's more pages to that pop up book. Oh god! <laughs> Doof made a pop up book. The container just keep the. If you read to the end of that book, you'd know how you were going to die. Yeah. Does does it? Does you it... open that book, and it's a pop up story about you. 
no matter who you yeah. are, it's, it's about like you. A death book. And you read it through, and it starts with your backstory, and then it gets the present, and you have to make the choice: Are you going to turn the page and know what happens and know next? What happens? What if when you find it out, it doesn't happen? What if it's a good thing? What if it's a bad thing, <laughs> and you can't change it? See, this would make a great movie, and I mm. bet you will see it in the next ten years. Yep, because as we <laughs> have discussed, nothing is original because everything is Phineas and Ferb. But yeah, so he's just got a book that can predict the future at any point in time. That's very cool. That, that good is on very you handy. That is what Urinator should have been. You should have shown should have Perry been. the Platypus how he was going to die and then watched him drown in existential <laughs> anguish. That would That's how you defeat him. That's how you defeat a man, yeah. You'd just be like... Yeah. 100%. You'd be like, you would die on January 21st, 2045. <laughs> it flips the book. That's like Black Mirror shit. Mm-hmm. Um, so meanwhile, back with the boys... They're going to their concert now. They pull up. Ferb's driving a bike with a no, limousine see, carriage. He, we, we've discussed this. He's not legally allowed to drive. He's yeah. not old enough. So, he's so he not doesn't drive. drive. He's riding, riding a bike, bike. With a carriage. And the other half of it is a limousine. <laughs> and he's just pulling a limousine with his little legs. Good on him. Why the what? hell not? He's worked out. He's worked to get <laughs> he there. He's pumped. And then um, he also- And then he comes along. And he opens the door for them, mm. and then he also gets out of the limousine, and then he awkwardly looks to where he was just standing, holding the door open, and it's some of the best physical comedy. And I've what's ever seen. even better is the limousine then proceeds to drive to, off. To drive off. Yeah. Who's driving it? Is it Ferb again? Is there just three of them? <laughs> Who knows? I mean. It would, it's it the would, least of their abilities. If they can do all the stuff that they've done, they yeah, can they surely can, clone themselves. Yeah, and they made those animatronic versions of themselves before. Oh, yeah, maybe it's one of the robots from Yeah, I and Robot. they just got, like, proper, proper... Yeah, they gave it, it a proper like flesh a, suit Westworld style. Yeah, Westworld yeah. sort of style. Very nice. I like that. I do actually want to talk about what we should do in the future about our podcast in terms of something that I think could catch on and become a long-term joke. We're definitely going to cut this because it's mm. part of... This discussion it's behind the scenes. It's behind the scenes, and they don't get behind the scenes. Oh. You got to pay for that. It's on our OnlyFans. <laughs> <laughs> now you got to keep it. In. No, no I'm keep that. <laughs> Just keep the. It's on our OnlyFans. <laughs> we could add that to the description. I'll do that as a little end credits. Just like um, it's just like you got to pay for my. You can have a look at our Twitter, yeah. our Instagram, yeah. our YouTube, our and OnlyFans. We've there. We're doing an OnlyFans sale. It's only this is what OnlyFans was actually intended for. You know that, right? What it was meant to be a competitive Patreon. Wow. And but they because they. Had lesser guidelines and allowed not safe for work content. Every porn star on earth was like, "Well, hello," and like, "Fair enough." I don't play. <laughs> How you doing? How you doing? How you doing? So we need to get back to Stacey and Coltrane. Yeah, because it's it's urgent business. Then she's just so fucking chill. She is so perfect for it. And can I just say that's a that's a dream girl situation. Yeah. Right so there. Candace is there, and she's just like fucking stressing. She's like, I've got a, I've got a fake mustache. I've got all this all this stuff. And then she just walks up to. She's like, let's just talk. She just walks and up to the guy. Can I just say some of the proof that this show is really made by its throwaway lines is when they walk up to Jeremy and Coltrane. The last line of their conversation that here is. Hey, what do you think it means when a girl has a fake mustache in place? <laughs> it's just, it's those little touches that it's put so this a cut above the and, rest. And, and the reason is because she couldn't find her fake mustache that she mm. has on her at all times. Yeah, like those you, those could have been in, not interconnected jokes, but they were, and I'm proud. I love it. And she just walks up to him, just says hi, just says hi back. Like, I like your hair. Hit it off. He's like, I like your hair. She's like, I like your bow. And then, well, he says, I like your bow. And yeah. then they, she's like, oh, I can, he's like, I can show you. 
I'll show you around. She's like, yeah, cool, sounds great. And they just go do that. And then he's like, save me a dance. And she's like, yeah, I'll I'll dance with you. And then they dance, and at the end, they're holding hands. And she's like, that was easy. And we thought she was talking about Candice. No, she was talking about their relationship. Mm -hmm. The best relationships will be easy. The ones that you don't have to try too hard are the ones that are going to work. Well, at least for the short term. Yeah, see, you know, you got to put some effort in, in the long, like always. But yeah, but like, works. but you know, cor- you know, a little bit of chemistry that always goes a long way. And it was just, it was just so. Coltrane's cool. a cool bloke. He but is. I think he's associated with Jeremy, and of course, he, of course, someone who's friends with Jeremy is going to be. They're going to be good. exceptional in people. In fact, I think this is exactly what would happen with Candace and Jeremy if Candace wasn't a psychopath. <laughs> because <laughs> if Candace wasn't absolutely mental. This would be the same thing. Because yeah, Jeremy's so low maintenance and chill. He is. He's just like, it's chill. And at the end, we'll just we'll just skip to the end. She's having like nearly a full-blown panic attack. Mm-hmm. She's like, you never call me a nickname. It's terrible. You don't love and me. He finally clicks that on. That is a really toxic thing. Don't, don't, if you're in a relationship, don't, don't, don't ever be like, you've done something, therefore you don't love me. Because then that pressures the person into yeah, choosing like, between like the thing liking and you, you and the thing. It's an ultimatum. That's, it's an ultimatum. Ultimatums aren't good. Yeah. But she wants a nickname, which mm-hmm. is a fair thing. You can yeah. just be like, I think you should nickname me or you should come up with a nickname. And when she says it, he's like, oh, that could be your cute nickname. She she has a full-blown panic attack. She's like, no, you have to come up with it. And he's just like, whoa. He he realises that this is what's been happening the past few mm-hmm. days and why she's been acting so crazy and not the other reasons she acts crazy. And he's mm-hmm. just like... No, no, no. It's fine. I call you Candace because I really like your name. She's like, you do? And he's like, yeah, because it's yours. And I'm like, come on. Come on. I want a Jeremy you, in my life. Where's my any Jeremy? any better than that. That oh. is just romance incarnate. And she just calms and it's just like, that's that's how you do mm-hmm. it. Um. Anyway, fast tracking through the episode. Um. Perry stops Doof. Very cool. We get a little reference to... Um, the Love Handle episode where Doof's flying over the arena is like, hey, is that the Buzz Eagles? Very nice. Good Love stuff. a good reference. He keeps up with his music. He likes music, All yeah. of his indie bands, he's on yeah. it. He is all over it because the Buzz Eagles ain't headlining festivals all around the world. This is a local festival. And that was the and one time And they're a newly formed band. This is their first time. He's keeping up with the local scene. And you know what? I respect that because the local scene needs a bit of stimulation And he's right a bit now. of an indie fan. Oh, yeah. I, I appreciate that. Yeah. Mad respect to that. If you've got your artist that you really like, then good on you. Um, we also... You know who I really like? Who? Elysian. Yeah, he's a pretty good artist. He's a nice guy. Yeah. I wouldn't like his music. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> he's a cool dude. Man, the better I get at music, the more I look back at my album and be like, ugh, I could have done was, that better. It was literally your first. Yeah. I, I mean, don't want to make a sex joke, but it, yeah. Yeah. First is never, it's never that good. Anyway, the um, necessary roughness. Um, oh, no, no, I've got one more. Oh. I've got one more for this one. I love how after Bajit sung his song about how much he wants rules, he gets his guitar and he swings it over his head and he brings it down and puts it neatly in the case. I love that. More of that. Every <laughs> time I see an artist destroy a guitar, it pains me on the inside. Destroy a cheap guitar. That's fine. There's an old uh, music video by 1975. I won't go to it. But anyway, they destroy a cheap guitar. And I was like, that's sick. That's Very fine. cool. That's cool. You can still be anti-establishment and be like, I don't care about material things while also preserving the guitars that you would use for your good performances. Guitars, when they're used by a big band, are iconic and they're very, very valuable. Do and not break don't a good guitar. Break them by it, hitting it them on something. It doesn't deserve it. Yeah. What did the guitar do to you? It's expensive. It it's well. got memories. Mm. So do what Baji did. 
angrily put it in your case. Softly. Yeah, softly. Yeah. Anyway, on to the next episode. So I've written synopsis and the next one I've written meme. She's 16 and totally forgot about the rest of it. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> it opens with the meme, which is from Phineas and Ferb. A fantastic meme, which is like, the guy's like, hey, you want to take a, a, a go on a proper ride to Vanessa, who's just chilling on the back of Deuce Bike? And he's like, she's 16 and just lays him to go, Mars. With a go away, Nader. Yeah, and it's, it's not Mars. It's another dimension. Oh, you know, it is. It's yeah. the same Nader that he uses with the monster truck and Nader away to. You are 100% right. Anyway. So he goes there and that man dies mm-hmm. and do feels no guilt because he's like, she's 16 and you're a pervert. I'm going to, I'm going to protect her to the day I die. I do want to mention Vanessa doesn't really look that 16, but then again, this is animated. So who really knows? Yeah. Also the, there's no way to like properly tell age in this show. And we've also been established an age 16, yeah, which exactly. is why, which is, fine. Yeah, which exactly. is good so, to know. Good to know. Um, so some of my but implications, the, Vanessa wants to get a bike license. I wrote, I wrote the synopsis for that one, so Vanessa uh, wants to get a bike license. No, she wants to get a car. That, yes. Yes. But also the family wants to go shopping. Mm-hmm. They want to go shopping. They want to go shopping. In now, the biggest shopping centre they can find. Yeah, so this this is the the implication of this one. And when we what say the biggest. What kind of fucking store are they going to? You read the line. See, now, I know America loves capitalism. I know we've, that they are big fans. We've, we've, dis, we've mm, discussed, we discussed this, this a lot multiple show. times. They're like, consumerism. we want everyone to buy as much as they can. And I'm like, I hate you as a nation, but like, you know. Well, Phineas says to Ferb... Um, Look, look at, at this! Look at this, Ferb. It's fifty-two million six hundred thirty-seven thousand square acres of unbridled com- com- consumerism. Yeah. Now, that's quite a large number, yeah, isn't it? Yeah. We we just thought, okay, big number. How big are we talking here? Because I don't really keep up with acres, because acres are a dumb unit of measurement. Comparatively, yeah. How large is it? Well, in kilometers, it's two hundred and thirteen thousand and fourteen kilometers squared. Now that is. A lot of kilometers. That is very big. Like, let's list some things. Very big. Let's list some things that are significantly smaller well, than. First, that. for our Australian listeners, listeners and because also we know Australian geography better mm-hmm. than any other, and mm-hmm. I know horrible Australian geography. Tasmania is only 64,000 kilometers squared. So it is two, three and a bit Tasmanias. That is ridiculous. Now, I know that this is a multi-level thing. Yeah. This has got multiple levels. Okay, so it's probably a bit smaller than that. Still too fucking big for a mall. (laughs) (laughs) How big is it? If your mall is three times the size of Tasmania, this this mall is too big. Some things to compare this to. This is the size of New Zealand minus Tasmania. Yeah, we did the math. It's very rough. Like, very Very rough. rough. But if you got New Zealand... Which is a small country, but again, it is an entire country, mm-hmm. and you minus one of our smallest states, mm-hmm. you get the size of this mall, mm-hmm. this shopping mall, a place that you solely go to shop and eat food. Like, mm-hmm. there's no houses. You can't stay can't there. there. Can't stay there's, there overnight. There's no, like, pit stops. There's an employee that has to sweep that place to make sure no one's staying in there overnight. Yeah. Which God is damn, insane. That's a large job. No, he Four. just starts. They they employ like 30,000 people to do it. And mm. they have one person starting the other end of the state and the other one starting at the end of the state. And they just do like mm. a loop thing. Now, for our international listeners, here are some points of reference. This is two-thirds the size of Italy. More than that. This yeah. is almost the size of the UK. 
This is smaller, um, this is larger than every single American state except for Texas and Alaska. Yeah, just... And it is approaching Texas. California is 164,000 kilometers. So it's bigger than California. It is larger than California. It is so big, it is almost bigger than the main Amazon warehouse. That's how big it is. <laughs> I'm a comedian. God, I'm good. And the same amount of money comes out. Anyway, um, <laughs> <laughs> the employees... Oh, Jeff Bezos can give him one in America a $3,000 stimulus check and still be more rich than he was at the start of the pandemic. <laughs> uh, $200 billion is so much money. Yep. Uh, it's insane. Like, it's the size of a state. It's too big. It's the size of a, the biggest states. And it's and it's a shopping it's a mall. mall. Yeah, it's five story shopping you mall. You can't you can't go to the other end in a day. Yeah, hundred percent not. You'd have to drive now, around. I know that this is a large mall. This is a large mall. How big is the fucking car park? Because it's a <laughs> single story car park. There is no above story. <laughs> <laughs> we're like this. We're, we've literally said this ball is the size of an American state, like the largest American states. And the thing we care about, the, the car, car park. park. It's not multi Because car, car parks, if you want to have a decent car park, has to be at least like nearly like the same size of your mall. Yeah, exactly. Because cars are bigger than people. Mm -hmm. That's insane. That is mental. You would have to have Single like. Single story as well. You so could, it's got to be the size of California. You could get lost and have a life. You could get in the car park. It it has more than a postcode. There would be addresses in this mall. There are people living in the car park of that mall, not in cars, but in little tents they've pitched because they couldn't <laughs> find the exit. You could walk all day. There's people that probably were like, we're going to go hang out in the car park for this mall. Mm. So they were like, let's go to the car park. And they started, they wandered in, and then they realised as it was getting dark, they looked around and they realised there was cars in every direction. They didn't know which way they came in. And they wandered and it got to like really late at night. So they're like, I'll sleep here. And they lay down on the ground and they slept there for the night and then they woke up and they kept walking in the same direction. The and horizon they went back to, sleep. to horizon was cars. They kept walking every single day and it was just endless cars. And slowly they realised no one seemed to be getting in the cars because, you know, this is the cars that are like several hundred thousand kilometres away from the, the place. And they're like, are there even other people who these cars belong to? How do you, you'd have to provide a passport going in? Yep, 100%. <laughs> There'd be customs. It's the US, so the TSA is probably there, which means this thought, this friggin' mall definitely does not sell knives. At least, at least a quarter of it would be like drugs, prostitution, crime <laughs> gangs. It'd be so easy to get away with crime. You could oh mug God, someone yeah. and take them away and no one would know if they were missing. People are like, where are you? And you'd be like, oh, I'm in number 400 out of 680 Target. I complain. Up the back, it's where I've pitched my tent. <laughs> <laughs> I complain about Bunnings being too big because I need a golf cart to get from one end to the other. <laughs> you need more than a car. You need a plane to get from one end to the other. <laughs> I wouldn't mind living in this mall, to be honest. This mall set like you've got access it's got to everything. everything. It's they wanted to go pizza. shopping. It's even got pizza in for night. Yeah, what, the, a made up it's got element. A, it's yep. been there so long. It's developed its own physics. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, this mall is so big. It's nearly as big as your mum. <laughs> <mom. laughs> I, I saw it coming, but that was I still so funny. It. Oh, I love this podcast so much. We're doing great for Anyway, ourselves. so they don't even <laughs> they don't even mention it. And then my literally second 
my second implication for this mm. entire episode is Vanessa is a bad bitch yep. and her only really solo, uh, I assume there's another one, but this is her first proper solo song is the chorus is I'm me. And that's all she fucking needs. Yeah, she sells this entire song and this entire episode on the fact that she is herself. And I'm like, that is... That is so empowerment. Nice. Do that. that. So cool. Yeah, 100%. I want this. me, bitch. Yeah. I'm like, there, hell yeah. There's a scale. Candace overthinking, Stacey being chill as fuck, and then in the middle there is Vanessa being a bad bitch, being who she is and nothing more Nothing less. On this podcast, we support Vanessa. She, she is does. so cool. There's that bit where she does the splits and goes down the thing, and I'm like, did you get this from Mission Impossible? Because that was amazing. Damn, that was badass. Ferb doesn't even flinch. Yep. Ferb, th- the fact that Ferb, an eldritch god, <laughs> looks at this person and is like, ah, oh, yes, finally a worthy opponent. <laughs> finally that a- sums up how powerful she has to be, right? She's just incredible and deserves all the respect. 100%. So, Olivia Olsen, if you want to come on the podcast, um, please, please do. Please do. It would be so good. You're, we're, we're big fans. Very, very Very cool big friends. Yeah, very big fans. Anyway, she, she's getting it so she can get her car to prove to her dad that she's that. Yep. She would need a locator because you could get lost. I would not. Yeah, 100%. He's like, take this locator. It'll be helpful. I was like, it'll be helpful. This place is bigger than California. Of course it'll be helpful. <laughs> <laughs> it's bigger than California. You look, up the, you look up the directory and it's like there's one pizza, what you call a bajiga member. Can you imagine well, being in this mall and you're in your car and you mix the you miss the exit? And so then when you get out of the car, you miss the escalator. So then you can't get up to the other floor and then you have to walk another two kilometers before you can. That's insane. It's mental. You'd want to be careful in this place. Like, Yeah. You know what she says to her kids as they leave? Be what? back in the car in three hours. Three hours? <laughs> three hours. You can't, you can't walk I'm sorry, to the we're mall. staying here a week at Are least. Are they in the disabled parking to get that close? <laughs> imagine how much disabled parking there probably is. There'd have to be lots. Everything you can see from the front of the store would be disabled parking. Exactly. And anything else would take longer than three hours to walk to. This place probably has highways within the car park. It because have... they need to mass move cars. It's insane. God damn. It's a big mall, big and mall. that is how capitalism is in America. <laughs> yeah, this is for the people that are American. They're just like, this is realistic. This is exactly what life is like. Haven't you heard of the Quad State Mall near Texas? <laughs> right, and I, you, whatever, whatever Americans there is think. No way they have a mall this big. Um. So yeah, it's me as a banger. Olivia Olsen is the best. This mall is absolutely way too big. Um. While Ferb's off doing his adventure, hanging out with Vanessa, doing all that sort of stuff, um, Phineas is just getting a massage. And he's getting a damn good one. He is. It's got, like, massagey hands that come out and massage his She said, see you in three hours, and Phineas is like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to get a massage. I'm going to take a break. And it's really ironic because he goes to this massive hall of consumerism, and he's like, he stares it in the eye, and he goes, I can build everything you can sell me. (laughs) And he sits down in a massage chair, and he doesn't move for three hours. That Respect. (laughs) It's actually in character. You think it doesn't work, but no, that, that's it's very in character. That's who he is. Uh, and then Ferb saves Vanessa at one point, but in a cool way. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he helps her, but doesn't force it on her. Oh, it's just it's top tier quality. This is, this is some top tier characters. Like what a man, what a man, good man. Every single moment, like character moment in this episode is fantastic. They're all beautifully written. How do you write a series with just exceptional characters all around, both in character development and also in personality? Well, you go to the vault 
and you go down the hundred elevators and you walk in and you're like, and inside is Jeff and Dan and you just ask them and they'll provide you the answers. Yeah, but it, it's like if you hear the answer, you join their level of like existence and all of a sudden you are so powerful that you don't, you don't, you can't write. communicate with mortals, so you can't ever convey the answer. It's like so people dying and then knowing that heaven exists, but not being able to tell because they're dead. Because they're dead. It's the same sort of thing. Once you know the secret, you <laughs> can't say the verb. secret because you're too smart to talk to mortals. <laughs> luckily, we are in no danger of being in that region. <laughs> yeah, luckily our dumbassery cancels out, that out. So it's just yeah, yeah we so are. We're in the fun. middle ground where it's just good. A hundred percent. Um. Now, one last implication, and a rather large one for this episode. Yeah. Um, we get Vanessa talking to Ferb, and mm-hmm. um, he's, like, in the ball pit, and she's like, Ferb, are you really going to be in the ball pit? And he's like, yes, yes, I am. And then Vanessa pops back up, and she's like, wait, your name is Ferb? And he's like, yeah, it's short for, and he gets cut off. Fuck me. I just What's want to Ferb know his last name. <laughs> so his last name is Fletcher. He... Took. Yeah, we know his last name, yeah. but what's Ferb? What's his for? first name? I know. Would you like to know? Oh, actually? Yep. There's 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 a thing. <laughs> there for is that? a definitive answer. Dan Poffenmeyer. Yeah. The place for Cannon. Phineas and Ferb Cannon and Law. And Jeff, because we've got some Cannon and Jeff. And Jeff 100%. As well. We've confirmed some some Cannon with with Jeff. It's good stuff. So and Dan, if you want to come more, on the show and, and confirm some more fan is, theories, is, is, let there, us know. is there some more things you just want to set straight or just just ruin mm-hmm. us all with? Just be Don't like, tweet fun him, fact. come on the show. <laughs> Um, and that segues into Dan Povermeyer tweeted a couple of years ago that Ferb's name is short for Ferbs. It's Ferb with an S. Of course. So of course. when people say, um, what's Ferb? Like when people say Ferb is a plural thing, they're not actually saying the plural. They're still referring to him. They're just saying his full name. Yeah. Cause there is only one Ferbs. Mm-hmm. Yep. hundred <laughs> percent. I love how that's, I love how that's what it's short for. I love the canon in this show. And Vanessa's met him like twice now and she knows his name now and like, oh, it's so good. He doesn't say a thing, but Ferb is a ladies' man. Yeah, 100% is. I'm surprised we didn't get a good from him this app. Yes. One of the good old, God, I hope I hit the right button here. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> Close, but no. Like, like okay. Like that, but okay. he doesn't say Yeah, okay, instead exactly. of being a douche, it's like. Just, just so I get, what's. Perry, oh yeah, Perry's around in the mall. Mm-hmm. He's got he's got dressed up in the fabulous costume. Oh yep, we get Just a little cameo from Fabulous. Good despite grabbing different outfits, another great visual joke. Uh, and he's trying to get the stuff away from Doof, but Vanessa mm-hmm. and Ferb aren't on his side, so of course they win. I've oh until the end when Perry just pulls the security on him, which is hilarious. Um, the way that he teased it, by the way. Or he tweeted all the way back in 2015. I'm just going to say something that we've never said publicly. The name that Ferb is short for is already being said in the series. What a douche. (laughs) (laughs) It's Ferb. Everyone's like, what does it mean? It's Ferbs. Yep. It's Ferb with an S. Good stuff. I'm kind of glad it is though. That, that suits the show. I've, well, hold on. I may have a clip. I'll cut this if it's no good, but. Fergoch. That's an, an attempt, but that's not correct. Nope. No. Nope. nope. Sorry, it is Ferbs from Act Your Age. Which episode's Act Your Age? Act Your Age. Oh, it's the grown up one. Oh, which is yeah. the good one. Yep. So when we get to that, we can discuss that. When Very we cool. get to that, I'm going to be like 30. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's going to be Jesus. so good. It's going to be wild. Anyway. <laughs> You're like, Jesus, 30. <laughs> Holy <laughs> crap. Imagine thinking you'd live that long. <laughs> no, I plan on dying at 27 so that I get my music gets remembered and. 
Oh, I, oh yeah, yeah, fair enough. Join the 27 Club. 100%. Anyway. I want to join the 27 Club and then not die. I, I'm sure there's a loophole in there somewhere I could explain. <laughs> die for a couple minutes? Yeah. Yeah, I'll buy 27 yeah, Club. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Why are you still alive then? <laughs> Shush. <laughs> Shush. Um, anyway, we've rambled off far too long. Have we got any letters? Ooh, I haven't actually checked. I have checked the Twitter. We don't have any on Twitter. I shall check the Instagram. We haven't got any emails either. Okay. Yeah. So what's on the Instagram? We've got one message, we but is it from me? Week, it's from me because you don't check your Instagram. But yeah, um, no messages. Big shame. So Big sad. Yeah, big sad. So write into us. Um, tell us whether you were fooled by the sponsorship thing because that would be quite funny. Oh, just, just say yes or no. No other context. I've, I've got a new thing. Mm-hmm. I, w- I want to start a new oh, thing. Start a new thing. Do I, tell. I think I think it's a good thing. Mm-hmm. I I've noticed in our previous ones, and mm-hmm. some of the best compliments we've got are ones like my bore, my work is super boring. You make it interesting, and other mm-hmm. ones where it's like, I'm glad you exist. Top mm-hmm. lines, like yep. amazing. Banging lines. I want more, and mm-hmm. the way I think we can get it <laughs> is by saying we want your best backwards like backhanded compliment. compliment like you're slapping compliment with us. the show in a way that outwardly makes us go oh yeah that's really nice but inwardly makes it go well. wait <laughs> it's it's like something where you're like is that an insult but it's not because it's not you take insult, it like a compliment. a compliment but like if you're like wearing your glasses and you're kind of squinted you'd be like oh my god they hate us yes give us some of that i want some of that so, hit us with your best backhanded compliment and if you, you somehow put a phineas and ferb reference in there that would be god i will be super impressed. if you're able to do that um, where do they send that back end of compliments, Well, Joseph? thank you for asking, Lachlan. Mm. It's almost like there's two people in this booth. <laughs> <laughs> you can send it to the implications of Phineas and Ferb at gmail.com. And you can also hit us up on Instagram, which is implications of Phineas and Ferb. Because what else would it be? Exactly. Uh, our Twitter is at of Ferb. Mm-hmm. Uh, of underscore Ferb. Twitter asked if he wanted to shorten it, and he was like, yes, you know, like an idiot. No, you, so, you, I, I wasn't. Oh, uh, no, because there's a 19 choice. character limit on Twitter. It Twitter was way too thing. long, so it yeah. was like, it's of Ferb or nothing. And I'm like, mm, I'm surprised of Ferb wasn't taken. That's a pretty simple username. Yeah, but like. Anyway, it doesn't matter. We're of Ferb. We're of Ferb. me. Come here to stop. At him. Come, Send come some Twitter at me. This is the perfect thing to tweet. Tweet a backhand compliment at us. And then we've we've also got that OnlyFans we're starting up Oh, yeah, we're starting, yep, 100%. Yep. (laughs) You want behind the scenes? You want some behind the scenes content? saucy behind the scenes. Two guys sitting in in a hot hot booth, not five (laughs) feet apart. Getting all sweaty, they're breaking quarantine rules. Oh, my God, except we're not because we're in a country that handled the pandemic. Ooh, fucking low blow. Big flex. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Oh, can you imagine the mall during COVID? It would. You'd actually oh need a police state. Oh my god! Anyway, that's about us for the show. Hit us up with a backhanded compliment. I know what we've done today. I know what we've done today. The implications of Phineas and Ferb. Listen to it whenever you can. <laughs>